Hey Kate, it's Sparky. Um, I'm sending you this recording with which you can do what you please, but, uh, you know, we talked about doing a dog walk cast thing. This is actually more of a combination because I am both walking the dog and I'm also on a mission. And the mission, I don't even know, I don't know if it's gonna sound cool or if it's gonna sound really lame. Um, but basically I like, I wanna figure out where the things that come to my house come from. And so I'm starting with the electricity. So what I did was I just went out and I found like our meter and then I looked to see what wires were coming out of the meter and they went up to a telephone pole in the back of the house that also is where the cable comes from. Oh, come on, dog, come on. And so now I'm just trying to follow those wires to see where they go and what happens to them. So the first thing that I did is I know the general direction where the power plant is. Um, and so I figured like that would probably be the way that they went, but it wasn't the way that they went. I walked down two blocks that direction and it just kind of ends. It's like the end of the line and it goes down to all the houses on that end of the block and that's it. So now I'm sort of on the other side of the block because the lines run down the middle of the block, like behind each of the houses. And I'm following the other direction. And you know, I'm just, I'm so ignorant about the way these things work that I honestly have no idea the way this is supposed to go. Like, does it go into a big box somewhere and that box is connected to the power plant? I, I have no idea. Um, and for obvious reasons, they don't really post a lot of this stuff online. There's some maps they have like, like our kind of local plant has some information as annual report, but I suspect they're probably kind of worried about being essential infrastructure and, you know, security risks basically. Um, so I don't think they put a lot of it up. I'm also like, what I want to do is I want to call them and ask if they'll give me a tour of the plant and explain everything to me. But I think I, I think I need to like decide that I'm gonna write something about it first so that I can be like, oh, I'm working on this thing and not just I'm some fucking guy who wants you to like explain <laughs> all of your, all of your uh, serious infrastructure too. Okay, so this is interesting. At the other end of the block, I've kind of got a, a T intersection. Well, not a T intersection, it's a regular, it's like a regular crossing, but where it goes in both directions. So I think that the line that comes from my house, I'm trying to see if it maybe, if it turns, or if this is just another set of lines that goes somewhere else. The lines that, that it intersects with are, well, no, they're about the same thickness and seriousness. So I think, I think I've gotta just keep following it in this same direction and assume that nothing's changed. Um, you know, I really miss the, I miss the truck cast a lot. Um, I, I don't know Jean or like, you know, I know whatever, there are reasons why it stopped, but um, it's this very, it's this very nice thing. And one of the reasons that I feel very nervous about doing this is because I think when you all do it, you manage to get out of your heads in a way that's really kind of fun and interesting and genuine. And I'm not really sure 
if I'm capable of doing that. Um, which is why it's nice for me to have this sort of crutch to rely on where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna call you and be like, I'm chasing down some power cables and I don't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna call you and just be like, I'm gonna tell you whatever's in my head. Um, because I don't know what's in my head. Well, the dog's being uncooperative. He just has to pee on something for the 30th time. Um, you know, I kind of feel like a lot of it is, is sort of an inner monologue, but I don't have an inner monologue. Uh, and so, I don't know. I feel like most of the time I just walk around very smooth-brained. Um, right now I'm on a mission. I kind of have like, I have this idea of a thing that is a personal geography that I know like that's a, that's a, that is an actual thing and I don't know what it is. I think I've read one of one thing that has been labeled a personal geography, but it was like, you know, it feels like it could be anything. Um, but really I just want to like, I want to see if I can figure out, um, I can figure out like some things about all of the systems that I participate in every day without thinking about them. Uh, so I think that's like electricity, that's internet, uh, water, basically like, well, I was talking to Pete Davis yesterday, um, and he said that there are like four or five of these things, these like axes, these categories of systems that control everything. Uh, but of course I have already forgotten what those are. Um, but I know, that <laughs> I know that these things were, some of them they might have all been lumped into the same category. Um, this is going well so far, by the way. I've gone a few blocks in the other direction, and the lines haven't ended yet. Although, now the dog has to smell some poop, so I'm waiting for him to do that. And watching closely to make sure that he doesn't slowly and carefully lower the side of his face into it. Which is a thing that he's wont to do when he finds some particularly ripe shit. Um, okay, come on, dude. Let's see. Oh, I'm about to hit another end here, I think. Is this the end? It just looks like it might be the end. Okay. So I know that both sides of this block end. <laughs> Which means that the only place that it could have gone is one of the two directions at the intersection that I mentioned. Well... Shoot, it doesn't actually totally end. The parts that appeared to be the power lines ended. The part that appeared to be the phone cable coming from our house continued. But I think I need to just take this, I think I need to conclude from this that yes, the power probably did end because this is the same thing that's happening. The part that appears to be the power gets farmed out to all the buildings on this end of the block. Boom, 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 connected, connected, connected. And there's just no connection on the other end of the pole to continue that going the other direction. So this is also a really busy, unpleasant street with a very narrow sidewalk that I hate walking on. Um, so all, for all of these reasons, I'm going to go back to my intersection over here and, uh, 
pick a direction. Pick a direction to assume that the power is coming in from one of those two directions. Um, yeah. See, this is, this is the part. This is the part that I was afraid of, which is like the silence. And what do you say to fill in the silence? Um, you know, I think if I was less of a coward, I would probably try to do some self-reflection right now. Um, but I don't really want to do that. That's not really the kind of mood that I'm in. It might not be the kind of mood that I'm ever in, but it's definitely not the kind of mood that I'm in right now. Uh, okay, so... Is this... I'm trying to see. I can see one of the... One of the sort of places where this connects. This cross up here. And it looks like it might be like a slightly beefier line set of lines which would indicate that maybe that's the direction that it goes but again it's away from the power station um let's see if i can evaluate the other side it's kind of cold here today um yesterday was like well two days ago it was like 90 and then yesterday was really pleasant. It was like 75, maybe 80. And today it's like 58 and windy. Um, and it's funny because all the Californians are out wearing their big jackets with their fur-lined hoods and like beanies and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I totally get it because it's really unpleasant to feel cold. And the fact that some people get accustomed to that unpleasantness isn't necessarily a good reason to just accept it. Like, why am I going to feel cold if I don't have to? Um, Alright, so here's the one side. It is looking... It's looking beefier. Looking a little bit more serious. And can I see the other side? I brought some binoculars with me. Which, like... Who the fuck uses binoculars? I guess birders use binoculars, but I don't know. Once I get over by the power station, I'm sure that uh, it will look a little bit suspicious if I'm over there using binoculars to look at where the power lines go. I'm really, ho here's one thing that I'm hoping. I hope that like at some point I kind of find, you know like those big boxes that just like sit around and you don't know, uh, well, maybe you do. I don't know what the fuck they're for, right? It's just like a big box. And like sometimes people paint them. I'm pretty sure I saw them in New Orleans that people had painted that weird blue dog on them. Um, and, you know, I feel like that could be part of the thing that I'm looking for. And I feel like that would also be kind of satisfying, right? But, you know, I, I can't picture one of those boxes where you can actually see any wires going into it. And this is the whole thing, is that I know that there have to be physical wires, like continuous physical connection between my house and the power plant, right? That's the only way that this works. Um, and so, yeah, I guess if those boxes don't have any wires coming into them, it's not really gonna be conclusive for my purposes. The thing that would have to have happened is like maybe the wire 
goes into the ground or something. And then the box is doing whatever it's doing. I was reading about the power plant last night just to try to see if I could get any more information. And I saw that they were, um, they were uh, converting some of their operations to using, uh, so it's like mostly gas that they use, natural gas to create steam, I think, um, to spin the turbines or whatever the hell they need to spin. I don't, obviously don't know anything about this. Um, and I saw that they had this proposal to kind of convert some of their operations to using gas that they capture from landfills instead of just like natural gas that they mine or, or frack for or whatever, however you get natural gas. Um, and I feel like that's kind of, so one of the, part of the opposition to it was like, well, we shouldn't really be putting any money or resources toward any kind, toward like converting our operations for any sort of gas, because even if it's landfill gas, which is, I would guess better <laughs> because like we're creating the landfills, the landfills are producing the gas, we might as well use it. And also I think that um, the, you know, the gas is methane and methane has a much higher greenhouse effect than carbon dioxide. And like when you burn methane, you produce carbon dioxide. Um, so I think it's like, it's unequivocally a good thing if we can burn the methane that comes from the landfills, that's coming from the landfills anyway. But then it's also like, well, you know, how much money and resources are we going to put in toward like converting our gas operations to another kind of gas operation when really what we should be doing is using more actual renewable energy. Um, I don't know if, is landfill gas renewable? Like we keep on making shit, <laughs> like both literal and figurative, and we still need a place to put it. And so theoretically those landfills are gonna keep producing gas, but then also, you know, like zero waste is the big thing right now. Um, Kelsey's like really into zero waste and we have, you know, we're like composting all of our food scraps. I guess maybe we're producing our own methane, I don't know. Um, but like, don't we wanna not have landfills anymore? Uh, is that even possible? And the other thing, I don't know, I've been, for some reason I've been thinking a lot about energy lately. And like, so a few things that I've been thinking about are like, you know, it's a, energy is a closed system, right? Like the conservation of energy means that every kilowatt or whatever the right unit is of energy that you use, what, you know, it had to come from somewhere and it would have gone to something else, right? You can't just create it. You can only move it around. So like the dam just moves the energy that used to be a river. <laughs> it like lets the river store up all the energy that would, have, that would have been all the water flowing downhill. And then it can use that energy to the extent that it wants when it wants by letting the water flow downhill at a controlled rate and time over a turbine basically. And the turbine necessarily slows the water down, right? It's taking energy from it as it falls down. Come on, dude, come on. Um, and like, so that, you know, that has a bunch of effects obviously. And I mean, it's the same thing with wind, 
right? We're like, yeah, wind is a renewable resource in the sense that there's a lot of wind and you don't like, you don't like destroy the wind by having it go through a wind turbine. But in a sense, you kind of do destroy the wind by having it go through a wind turbine because you, you're taking energy out of the system, right? Which would have gone somewhere otherwise. Hey, how you doing? It would have gone somewhere otherwise. Like, you can't just create energy. It's not like the wind flies through the turbine, spins the turbine, and then is exactly the same on the other side. Like, you are taking energy out of the system, and that energy would have gone somewhere otherwise. So, like, I am hoping that the people who do this for a living and who are very serious, intelligent people have, like, figured out that, you know, the amount of wind energy that we need is not enough to cause any really crazy systemic problems for like weather. But when I've talked to people who know about this, they don't seem to have even considered the possibility, which is, you know, a little bit worrying, but again, like I'm somewhat hopeful. And like the same thing with solar, right? Like every kilowatt of energy that we can pull from the sunlight would have done something else. And so, you know, it would have hit the ground and it would have maybe warmed the ground or it would have reflected off the ground back up into the atmosphere or it would have been captured by plants or whatever, right? It's not free. It's not wasted. There's no wasted energy. It's always going somewhere and it's always doing something. And so this kind of like the whole idea of renewable energy is kind of interesting to me. Because, like, is it, you know, is it really renewable? It is in the sense that there's not, like, like, so far, we've just been surviving, not, I mean, not surviving, but, like, we've been, we've been living, basically, on this very obviously limited resource, right? Like, if you are using fossil fuels, like, literally, it's just, you are limited by the amount there is in the ground. And that is controlled by how many things died in a particular circumstance in a particular way a very long time ago. Um, and like, you can definitely obviously run out of that, right? So it's like non-renewable. Well, I mean, theoretically you can make more, it just takes millions of years. But like, you know, sun, sunshine is not l obviously limited in the same way. Like it's gonna be shining down on us no matter what. But that doesn't mean that we can just use it without any systemic effects, right? Like, there's still, like, you have to, it would have gone somewhere. I don't know, maybe that's more obvious for wind than it is for sun. Um, and then the other thing is, that I don't think about very often, is how, like, you know, you have to, you have to also store energy generally in order to be able to use it when you want it. And it's very hard to store. And so it seems just from like the, you know, 10 minutes of reading that I've done, it seems like a lot of the challenge for operating these power companies is like, like basically doing it in such a way that they can meet energy demand at the time that the demand is there. Because it's, you know, like batteries are fine and getting better, but it's not like you can just like, you can't just run the thing nine to five and then, like, have <laughs> have all the energy that anybody wants at the exact moment that they need it just like that. 
Um, oh, the dog found some doves. He really, really likes chasing doves because they make funny sounds when they fly away. Um, so one of the things, you know, because like solar, obviously, you're not generating it unless the sun's out. And so you need a way to kind of store it or to compensate for it when the sun's not out. You know, if you're relying on solar, then you like need to have stored it or to have something compensating at nighttime, for example. Okay, so now this big street, these power lines do connect and go two different directions. I'm gonna go up toward the power station here. Um, so, you know, one of my friends was telling me that um, one of the ways that this works is that, is that dams, not dams, reservoirs are actually often used as batteries. And so the way that that'll work is because, you know, obviously the wind power is also somewhat sporadic. It's not necessarily totally predictable. But what you can do is you can use the power from windmills to pump water uphill, essentially, into a reservoir. And then you can just leave the water in the reservoir. And that's your energy storage, because then when you want to use the energy, you just run the, the water downhill, back downhill out of the reservoir over the turbines. And I don't know if these are like closed systems or, or what. I don't see why it necessarily couldn't be, right? Like the wind pulls the power up, pulls the water up, and then when you need the energy, you let the water down. Um, I expect there's probably a lot of kind of dead weight loss in there. It's, there's no way it's going to be perfectly efficient. Um, but I just thought that was kind of interesting. You know, it's kind of a, uh, it's a really sort of tangible real world thing where you're like, oh, you know, sure a battery is a battery, but uh, the lake by my house is also a battery. Um, it's also just like very arrogant, right? Like when you think about the extent to which what we think of as sort of like the natural world is, is created and relatively recently created, you know, I know there's like these books about how this is not like a new thing. There's no such thing as pristine, untouched nature, right? Like every, every group of people has always been doing this to smaller or larger extents, um, even where it's in, been in kind of the interests of colonialism to pretend that they have not. Um, but, you know, like it's, I mean, all the, I, I'm trying to think, have I been to, have I been to a lake in, at least in Southern California, that's not man-made? I don't think so. Lake Kachuma, which is where I grew up, was created by the Bradbury Dam on the Santa Inez River. And, you know, I've been to a, like, I've been to a few, like at Lake Casitas, I've been to a few lakes around LA too. And they're all dam lakes because lakes don't really, aren't really a thing in the sort of dry, Southern California, there are some rivers, uh, but if you want a lake, you gotta block the river. And so we sure have done a lot of that. Oh, there's a train coming. It's the Metrolink. That's the one I take to work sometimes. It runs right by my house but I have to go about three miles in order to get to the station, which is kind of unfortunate, maybe two and a half miles. Uh, okay, so I'm still following 
where I'm walking, I'm walking right now, I'm going like essentially like kind of north, maybe northwest up San Fernando. Um, I'm about to walk under the 134 and on my left is a giant propane. I don't know what that, like it's just, it just says trans gas propane with a couple humongous propane tanks and then a shitload of small propane tanks. It's right next to a brewery. It's also right next to a recycling plant that caught on fire a couple months ago. Um, I imagine like you probably don't want fires to break out right next to the, <laughs> to the humongous propane factory. I don't know, like, I don't know. Obviously, I don't think they're pulling propane out of the ground here, but they seem to be storing a lot of it. Um, so yeah, and I wonder if, well, I guess it's a lot of propane. I don't know if this is like consumer propane only, or if this is like, this is the propane for the power station two or what. Um, oh, well, shit. You know, my power lines end right here. Where do they go to get to the power station? This is pretty mysterious, I gotta say. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Well, are we gonna do that? It's a very pedestrian, unfriendly area. If I were to cross the street toward the propane place and the train tracks, there's another set of lines running over there, but it also kind of seems like it just ends. Where, where do the lines cross the freeway is the question I have. Do they go into the ground? I don't see anywhere that they go into the ground. I see some really big lines that are maybe like a quarter mile down this way. Ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna walk down the street and see how far I can get. Um, those really big lines definitely cross the freeway. Those are some like serious fucking power lines. Those are basically running alongside the LA River, which if you don't know anything about the LA River, uh, it is just a, at least here, uh, it's just a big concrete ravine. Um, it's like in all the movies where the people in the car chases end up driving in the giant concrete ravine in Los Angeles. They're in the LA River. Um, actually like a little bit down the road, not too far, maybe kind of down by the train station, maybe a little bit farther uh, down San Fernando is a park, like the LA River, Riverside Park, I think is what it is. Um, and there, there's actually randomly like some plants. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on. In the middle of the river, like some trees and stuff uh, in the concrete ravine. And I was talking to somebody at work who said that her and her partner go there to like to fish, <laughs> which, uh, you know, she said they hadn't caught anything. Um, but like I go fishing a lot and I don't catch anything either. So it doesn't necessarily mean there aren't any fish. Uh, I have trouble imagining that there are a whole lot of fish there because it's just, uh, you know, just like a, a, li a little random section of plants in, in the fucking concrete ravine. Uh, but, you know, I guess there could be fish there. I don't see why not. Okay, so I'm down here. 
this set definitely doesn't go anywhere. I don't know, I don't know what it's doing here. There are connections to the ground, but they're not cables into the ground. They're just there to hold the pole up. Kind of reroutes over here toward the recycling plant. I'm going down this dead end street toward the entrance to the recycling plant. It says recycle, top dollar paid cardboard. I don't know, maybe you can sell some cardboard here. To my right is kind of like a, it's like a, a boneyard is what we used to call the version of this that was next to my house growing up that the water company owned. Um, it's just kind of like a bunch of pipes and stuff laying around in a lot directly underneath the freeway. Um, okay, so I'm following some of these power looking lines. Oh, the dog smelled something interesting. Oh, don't eat that. Come on, don't eat that. No, no. No, no, come on, don't eat it. Oh, he's really mad at me for not letting him eat it. Come on, come on, come on, you can't eat it. I don't know what it was, but I know that I don't want him to eat it. Uh, okay, see now, this is something. Now we've got some very much more serious power poles down here uh, that seem to be directing, directing the lines. Oh boy, what the fuck is that? Oh, this is interesting. So this, uh, the boneyard gates are wide open. There's a big sign that says lock gates before leaving, but they are for sure not locked. Okay, I'm gonna have to take a picture of this uh, power line right here. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, oh shoot, my friend Mundo is coming and he's already at my house and now I'm like 10 minutes away. Uh, but it's too late to turn back now. This is going very well. Here's another set. Oh, this one's, it's, this is like a fucking, like a whole complex of poles and wires right here. Um, just right at the recycling center. And, you know, I guess it's possible that maybe the recycling center just needs a lot of power. And this is all, this is all electricity coming into the recycling center and not really a connection in any meaningful sense of the way that I'm looking for. Um, in fact, that looks like almost certainly what this is, unfortunately. So I think that I'm actually no closer to finding what I'm looking for. Come on, buddy. Come on. And now I have to go back. Okay, how's my, uh, how's my recording doing here? Um, oh shit, it's been half an hour. Okay. Well, that seems like more than enough. Um, yeah, I hope this was at least somewhat interesting to you. Uh, I hope that you're doing well. I really appreciated that poem that you sent me the other day. And um, yeah, I'm excited to get to see you soon. I, I don't actually remember for sure if you're coming to California in April or not, but I really hope that you are. Uh, okay, talk to you soon.